If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. everyone and welcome to Channel F, the show where you get to hear from Fanbyte staff and I get to put them through all kinds of ridiculous challenges, all for a prize that uh, is is more or less meaningless. <laughs> I'm your host, Merit Kay, and with me this week, we have a great crew for you. Um, we've got uh, Imran Khan, news editor at Fanbyte. I'm a discerning listener as well. A discerning listener. Yeah, I did yes. steal that tagline. <laughs> Uh, from Friends Reunion uh, last week, and uh, I, it got written up in an article about this podcast. <laughs> now so, it's official. Uh, now it's official. We own that. This is a podcast for discerning listeners. Uh, Friends Reunion. You got to come up with a new one, guys. Sorry. Um, also joining us this week is Colin McGregor, guides writer at Fanboy. Hello, I'm here to win games and play stupid, uh, win stupid play, prizes. To play, to win, stu- win stupid games and play prizes. Um, <laughs> yep. And last but certainly not least, we have Elise Favis, Fanbyte Features and Trending Editor. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to a very spooky edition of, uh, of Channel F because this is, uh, we're recording this on Monday the 25th and, um, by next week, we'll, we'll be too late for Halloween. We will be in the throes of Thanksgiving season because we can't bask in the afterglow of Halloween for even a day. We've got to immediately get to Thanksgiving and then Christmas. So I want to start off today with a uh, a little horror movie quiz that I found on a site called, um, I think it's called Sporkle.com. Seems like they have all kinds Ooh, of- I know Sporkle. They have all kinds of crazy yeah, quizzes and stuff. Quiz yeah, this is mm-hmm. a site that I used to use a lot back in like college. Um, we would, you know- play games on here and uh, I found one and uh, because we are in the spooky season and because I know at least two of the people on this call uh, are (laughs) horror movie fans, (laughs) I thought we would do a quiz where you have to pick the horror movies by their tagline. So I will read you a tagline and you have to tell me what horror movie it is and it's going to be timed. And uh, I think the way we're going to do it is, see, I don't want everyone just yelling at the same time. So, um, I think we're just going to see how many you all can get through as a group. This is a group challenge. Mm. Um, so we'll start with with Colin, and then we'll go oh, to God. Elise, and then Emron. And um, if you don't know the answer, you can pass to the next person. And we're just going to see if you can get through all 25 of these in five minutes. Sound good? Okay. All right. No pressure yeah. on this release at all to perform. We're just starting off. No, you know what? You're just, you're just getting into the swing of things. We're just starting off. This is easy. You're not competing. You're, you're all working together. Um, so feel free to pass if you can't tell me 
Uh, and as it goes on, I may give you hints if if things are too hard. So are you all ready? Sure. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay, so here we go. This first one is going to be pretty easy. We'll start with Colin. And then whether you pass or get it right, we'll move to Elise. Same thing, Emron, and then we'll just circle back. Okay, so Colin, the first one is... From a dimension beyond the living, a terror to scare you to death. Oh, damn it. Um, uh, I want to say Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't think that's right, so I'm going to pass. At least I know this one, I don't. Um, Hell... Uh, Hellraiser? Uh, it is not Hellraiser. Damn it. Mm. Uh, is it Nightmare on Elm Street? It is not a Nightmare on Elm Street, but so, okay. <laughs> uh, it's made me skip to the next one, so. Um, okay. <laughs> this one's easy. We'll this one's out. easy. Uh, in space, no one can hear you scream. Alien. Correct. At least this one's for you. The horror is driving him crazy. Uh, mm, Famous horror movies where I, some guy goes crazy. A psycho? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, no. Pass. That, that would have been the one that I knew. Okay. Um, live or die, make your choice. Oh, that's Saw. That is Saw. It's not the house. Sorry, no, no. Sorry. Do we, do we you know what? Don't go in order anymore. Just, yeah, just shout out if you know. Okay. <laughs> it's not the house that's haunted. Uh, not the house Insidious? Correct. Oh, good call. I the was, nation's I was number one best-selling conjuring. book, now the screen super thriller. The nation's one number one best-selling book, now the screen's super thriller. Harry Potter and the Stones. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, Sinister? No. Everyone gets like real loosey goosey uh, on it how a, what best selling. No, book not, is no, a, that makes it's, no it's, sense. It's, it's not Sinister. It, it, I don't know. It's got to be a Stephen yes. King. Well, it's Sinister be, was yeah. Sinister was wrong, and it when I click something, see, I can't see if it's right or not without clicking if it's right or wrong. I'm just going to pause it for a second. <laughs> so um, the way that it works is like if I click one to see if you're right. Then and then you're not. It just says wrong and moves to the next one. So we're gonna keep going. It was not sinister, um, but we'll just we'll keep moving. The blood is life. <laughs> the blood is life. Um, classic monster, maybe. Uh, who, who loves blood? No, Thirty days of night. Dr- Dracula. Correct. If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. Scream. Oh, is that that's, is it scream? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. I jumped. You said that was like authority. I was like, I know. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I second guess myself too. seems to know what he's talking about here. I'm sorry. They're both saying Nancy. Fucked it up. We'll survive. What will be left of them? Uh, I know what you did last summer. No, but it's not on here, so you get to guess again. <laughs> um, can you say it who one will more time? survive and what will be left of them? Uh, final, uh, final destination. Uh, no, the screen's master of suspense moves his camera into the icy blackness of the unexplained. 
that's either a Hitchcock movie or um shit. Um It's not a, it's not going to be Event Horizon. That's that's too long of a tagline for Paul Dose Sanderson. It's not Event Horizon. I I'm going to pass. I have no idea what that one is. Anyone else? We can pass on. I this. have no idea. Okay. Yeah, only thing I think it would be the thing, what? but like Carpenter would not have been established by then. Yeah. One curse, one cure, one week to find it. The ring. Correct. They keep coming back Ice. in a bloodthirsty lust for human flesh. Not a living dead? Correct. Sleep, sleep, and be born again into a world without fear and hate. Doesn't sound horrible. That sounds nice. That sounds nice, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that a, is that a negative? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I have seems fine. no idea, though. Okay, skip. I have no Once idea. Once you see him, nothing can save you. Oh no, that's not it. I was gonna, I was gonna say the bye bye, but it's that's, definitely not that's, that. No, that's sinister. That's sinister. That is correct. The man who made a monster. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Correct. In October of 1994, three student filmmakers disappeared in the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland, while shooting a documentary. Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project. Project. Fuck. Correct. <laughs> Pray for. We're also Wikipedia links. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to get it first. <laughs> okay. So the time ran out. Um, you got ten out of twenty-five. Um, we did it again. Did it. Boy. Did it. So um, I'm gonna try to see which ones. Okay. So you got Alien in space. No one can hear you scream. You got Nightmare on Elm Street. You got Blair Witch Project. Uh, we didn't get around to Carrie. Uh, we didn't get to The Descent. Uh, you got Dracula. We didn't get to Exorcist or Final Destination. You got Frankenstein. Friday the 13th and Halloween, we didn't get to see either of those. You got all the, only the hard ones came up, I feel like. Um, the Sleep yeah, and Be Born Again tough. one is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I did not know that. I, I haven't seen that it. Makes, you, know, you know, that makes sense now that yeah. I hear the, the name. Um, the best-selling book, Now the Screen Super Thriller, that's Jaws. Oh, what a weird really? tagline! Oh, I, I, that's, I was going to say, that, yeah, I was, I was going to say that's that's not really. I thought the tagline for Jaws was like just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, or is that Jaws two? I think that like might have might have gotten like adapted after it like took off, but like I honestly thought it was either going to be it or yes. the Shining. Yeah, um, you got Night of the Living Dead, The Omen. We didn't get to Poltergeist was from a dimension beyond the living, a terror to scare you to death. And Psycho, Colin, you were on the right track with the screen's master of suspense thing because that was um, that was Psycho. Uh, you got Ring. Rosemary's Baby was the last one that you didn't really have time for. It was Pray for Rosemary's Baby. Um, you got Saw. Scream was someone has taken their love of scary movies one step too far, which I know you all would have gotten if that had mm. come up. The Shining yeah. was the horror is driving him crazy. Yeah. Sinister, you got right. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre is who will survive and what will be left of them. You know what's really funny is I was about to say that and I'm like, no, I already fucked up the screen <laughs> one. I'm not going to fuck up that I one again. I was wondering if that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was like in the back I was of my like, head. I was like halfway into it and I'm just like, no, you're going to make yourself look dumb it, again. No, 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 second no. guessing is how people die in horror movies. You should yeah, just trust yeah. I mean, so your instinct. True. So I'm going to go ahead and give everyone five points for that. 
Um, great work, everyone. And uh, the average cool. score, and you have to assume that the the average, you know, the average person isn't doing this. Like, you know, the average person can see the list of things and is one person, not three people. So it's like, they, it's probably easier for them. The average score is 57% and you at 40%. So um, yeah, great work. Five points. I feel like that's right. good enough. Five points yeah. across the board. Um, it's interesting. We, those, some of those were pretty up to, yeah. so I'm pretty happy no, that yeah. score. Yeah, I think we you did got good. all the hard ones. Like none of the, because it randomizes the order every time you do it. And I feel like none of the easy ones came up. Um, so... Great work. And uh, now that we're all like, you know, an- like anxious and, and yelling things, um, let's take it down a bit with the normal human staff picks. This is a segment where... Um, there's no, uh, there's no gimmick. There's no game. I just like to hear about the games that you've been playing, and our fans and listeners do too. And everyone here has like wildly different tastes. I would say, not just on this call, but like at Fanbyte. And so it's always really cool to get to hear what everyone is playing. So, um, uh, Elise, I would love to hear from you first. Um, tell me about something that you've been playing lately. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I've actually been playing a ton of Knockout City, which has been really fun. Like, I just got super into it, like, a couple weeks ago. And my friend and I have been playing almost every night. It's the, <clears throat> I don't know if the it, dodgeball game. Yeah, it's the, the, the multiplayer dodgeball mm. game. Which, like, the first time I had heard about it, I was like, okay, this... I, I was worried it was going to have the same fate as that other EA original, like, Rocket Arena, where it just did not turn out well and didn't really have a player base. But this is, this is actually, like, very well made, really fun... Um, and I feel like there aren't that many multiplayer games out there where you can do like two player teams. So like I can just play with a friend and it's like two versus two and then, or or two versus two versus two. So it's like three groups. Um, and I mean, there's different modes and stuff, but, um, yeah, they have like a Halloween event right now. So I've been doing a lot of that and I enjoy it. Cool. I, yeah, I, I will say that game occupies the space in my brain where like, I feel like there are like two or three other titles that I get it confused with constantly. Uh, sure, yeah. I, like, I feel like I heard about this when it came out because we did a, we did a first bite on it. Yes. And yeah. I haven't really followed it because I'm sort of like, I'm not really big on like multiplayer-based um, competitive games, but like... Yeah. But... I wasn't for a long time. And I, I it's still like, I'm still really picky with the ones that I do play. Um, but for whatever reason, like Knockout City just... it it scratches a certain itch for me. Um, and also they've been, it's only been out for several months and the developers have been like pumping out regular updates. There's new maps. Um, there's like different ball variables. So like each match, like they're, they'll, they'll be have like a different ball that has a different effect oh. on the match and everything. Um, like there's moon ball, which like, when you're carrying it, you just, like, have less gravity, so you can just, like, jump around higher and stuff. Um, there's cage ball, which, like, cages other players, and you can, like, throw them off a cliff. It's <laughs> really fun. Um, it's just, it's super goofy, super fun. It's very stylish. And, yeah, like, I've been surprised at just how well they've been keeping it up, and even though it's, like, been just after launch. Yeah, I 100% expected that thing to be like Rocket Arena of like, yeah. where EA just literally gave yeah. it away for free because nobody was buying it. 
but it seems like it's cut on in a pretty decent way, which is surprising because the initial showings weren't great. Like I remember the the first time they showed the trailer, I was like, "This doesn't. This looks like nothing." And yeah, it, it right? seems like it actually did. Like they they made a lot of very smart uh, partnerships and send it to the right number of streamers to like, hey, go, just give this game a try. I'm sure you'll actually like it. Just try it out. And they they seem to have achieved, I don't know how big the success is, but it's definitely not a failure. Mm. So it's a remarkably technical game. I had a few friends kind of like want to try it out when it came out, and I was very surprised how in-depth a lot of the gameplay gets because there's a lot of different ways to throw. There's catching. There's... Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like weird mechanics that you kind of like have to master. And it's a really interesting kind of example that like, it's one of those very easy to play, hard to master kind of games. Exactly. Which I think is a very addicting kind of style of like party game, I guess. Yeah. That's what I really like about it is <clears throat> like, there's still so much that I'm learning about it and still so many, like, I also just really like how team based it is where you really have to like coordinate with your your teammates um like passing for example like the more you pass the more like the the ball gets like powered up mm. and then it'll be more difficult for the other team to catch it cuz they have to try to catch it otherwise like they'll get knocked out um or at least like one of their hearts their hp will go down kind of thing um so it's a lot of just like like i don't know how you do a team honestly without being on voice chat cuz it's like vital to the game Elise, yeah, are you good at dodgeball yeah. in real life? No. Yeah. <laughs> I hated dodgeball in school, actually. <laughs> I also hated so. dodgeball. Are all of us bad at dodgeball? Like, or is one of us like a real dodgeball? Like- I, 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 was, I, was, I was okay I was okay. I had like certain tactics that I think were like kind of underhanded. Um, okay. That, like, I, I don't think I was like, I think I was good at dodging. I like wasn't good at throwing. And also, you could do things like the whole, if there's multiple dodgeballs, you like, and they're both on your side, you just like put one down in the middle and back up and dare someone to come get it. Uh, <laughs> but um, I really liked Super Dodgeball, which was a Game Boy Advance launch title based on an NES game. Oh. Mm-hmm. That was, it's like a four on four or five on five dodgeball game, which isn't as involved as Knockout City, but it did have really wild specials where you could just like throw a ball that would carry someone into space or just like it would split into like six different balls and hit everyone. Um, And yeah, this sounds cool. And I'm always like interested in, in multiplayer games that are like creating or, or working with some kind of sport that isn't just like, just a shooter, shooter. yeah because yeah me too yeah, like it's that's i feel like they're becoming more and more available like i really liked fall guys for that reason yeah too. yeah um so yeah I, I like there are definitely shooter-esque things about knockout city i guess like where it's still you know very reflex based and about aiming or you know things like that um but it i i, I guess i've always been someone who prefers like multiplayer experiences that are also more optimistic mm. or just like colorful. Um, Cause I guess when I'm playing a game, I'm just like, I don't want to, unless it's a horror game for some reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I'm yeah, you're also but a like, big horror game person. So. Oh man, I, I, a horror dodgeball game would be super cool. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, wait, wait, wait. In the Halloween stuff that they put out now, is one of the dodgeball yeah. variants a pumpkin? Uh, no, unfortunately. <sighs> Missed opportunity, Missed if you opportunity. ask me. Is it a, is, <laughs> you is, have to... Is it, a, 
The, 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 is it a head? No. Again, missed <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> but the Halloween, the way Halloween event works is like, instead of just having to knock people out, once people are knocked out, you have to go and collect the candy that they, oh. that like spawns <laughs> around them. So That's cute. And then whoever has, whoever has the most candy. So your hunger gaming is trick-or-treating. Right, yeah. right, wow. right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like what I've been doing in Destiny this week too, is just, just gunning people down and taking <laughs> the candy that comes out of them for some reason. <laughs> and and no, one's qu- no one's quite sure why candy doesn't come out of them at any other time of the year, but... It's for lore. It's, it's just for reasons. lore. Don't worry. There's reasons. Don't worry about it. But um, mm. I, I love a ha- I love a Halloween event in a game. Ever since, Same. I think Fantasy Star Online was the first game I ever heard of that had like, you know, seasonal events. And I don't think I ever got to play them because I don't think I had a modem for my Dreamcast. But like, I remember reading online about like, oh yeah, the tower is like decorated with pumpkins and stuff. And there's like a new mag. And I was like, that's the coolest thing ever, man. And. uh yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. I miss the days Same when we here. got like Halloween DLC for like like an infamous DLC. Yes, they don't do that anymore. <sighs> no, for real. No, um, yeah. I also love when a game will like make up a fake version of Halloween. In like it's like oh no, this isn't Halloween. It's like Destiny is like it's the Festival of the Lost. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, like, Animal Crossing kind of does that too. Mm. You remember when they had that in memoriam after Cade died in Destiny, and we it was really weird and off-putting that they just had like a holograph of all the people that died in Destiny for I the Festival was, of the Lost. I think it that was, was before I started playing. So I've always known the Festival of the Lost is like, hey, it's goofy time. Let's remember everything and get candy and be pumpkin heads. Ha <laughs> ha. But uh We let Evil Event come out from behind the wall yeah. to to host her one um, event. Yeah, they let her out of the closet. Uh, yeah, uh, well, that sounds really cool. And, um, Emron, do you want to talk about something? Sure. Mary, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are we allowed? Are we allowed yes. to talk about it? Yes, the review of Bargain yeah, is that, today. Oh. Okay. This oh, game, wow. Okay. So, okay, this game's trailer drops in that Square Enix event, or was it E3? Or It was the E3 event where we yes. all had high expectations, and this was half the, the And this was half of it. Oh and God, that was the worst. They also showed yeah. the, the same thing. They showed um, the new Final Fantasy. I want to kill chaos thing. Yeah, and they showed that game that everyone was really mad about because it's a loot shooter or whatever. Um, I forget the, what it was called. I know what you're talking about, and I've completely forgotten the name. Yeah, yeah, it looked actually kind of cool to me. But so Guardians of the Galaxy, they're like, hey, there's a big new Marvel game, and you all loved Avengers, right? Um, and pretty much universally, everyone was like, this looks like. Why, why is this happening? But I log on to Slack today and I see a message from you saying, or comments from you saying like, hey, this game's pretty good. Yeah, And then Surprisingly I see on Twitter, good. people are saying it's pretty good. So tell me about it. So yeah, you're right. When they showed it originally, it was like, oh, we're just doing the James Gunn style. And like, but worse. And like, it seemed like it was worse in every way. It was, instead of having a cassette tape of like, just a couple of songs he liked. He has every 80s song ever, and it's just constant banter and constant talking, and the jokes in the previews did not seem very good. So when I came in this game, I had genuinely rock-bottom expectations of this this is such a waste of talent for the people who made Deus Ex, or the the last two Deus Ex games. Mm. So I could not believe they were working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I don't know if it's because of those rock-bottom expectations or because the game is actually 
good, but it is surprisingly fun and entertaining. The the little bits that were grating on me early on, like, wow, they just never shut the fuck up. They're uh-huh. always talking. It eventually becomes like funny and charming in a really? hopefully not Stockholm Syndrome kind of way. <laughs> well, Stockholm Syndrome was made up by <laughs> uh, by the police anyway. I don't know if you heard about that, but um, but. Yeah, it's it is it's cool. It's surprisingly cool. It just takes huh. such a long ramp to get going, like way longer than it ever needs to. But at some point, like the narrative becomes actually really interesting and compelling. And because like, again, it is the people who made Mankind Divided and Human Revolution. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just like it, it reminds me of the days when Capcom would make those Disney games. It's like, why is this game so good? Oh, right, because mm-hmm. Capcom made it. Yeah, because it's fucking Mega Man. Like, oh yeah, why is Darkwing Duck on the NES so good? Yeah, because it's just Mega Man. Like, these people know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, now, is there a part at the end of this game where there's three buttons that you can press to kill different people and trigger different endings? No, it's not. It's not that quite Deus Exy. Okay. Uh, the 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 actual choices don't seem to have that much of an impact. Like the narrative is still going to take you where it takes you. You don't like, you don't really choose. Like there's at one point a choice in the game or not a choice. I should say there's a point in the game where they're saying, Oh, should we go help these people or should we go to nowhere and solve this thing? And then I assume that was going to be, okay, let me choose. And then rocket will get mad at me or not based on what I choose. But no, we just, went to one place and then went to the other later. And that was mm. like, that was it. But I do make like small choices of, uh, I would put on a security helmet and I talked into it and then the security immediately knew where I was. And then it said like, yeah, the entire team thinks that was a t- bad idea, but they never bring it up again. <laughs> so um. I, I don't know what the point of that was like, okay. They thought, they thought it was a bad idea. Did they not trust me anymore? Are they going to make right. fun of me for it? But no, it's, it's just like a little thing of, okay, well the team just trusts me a little or not. The team thinks I'm an idiot for that, which is that's punishment enough. Yeah. I, I'm know just that the raccoon man thinks poorly of you. Yeah. I'm just personally embarrassed, but yeah, the, the battles are kind of neat. Uh, early on there, Literal, just like you walk into a square arena and then like mm. enemies come out and then eventually they stop. They start spicing it up more and more as time goes on, especially because the early enemies are like literally gelatinous cubes. That, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they're not interesting to look at, not interesting to fight. But if as you go further into the game and start getting more skills for the other guardians, it starts, it becomes obvious it's like a more like FS7 remake than it is a straight shooter. And I think that works out really well for it. But like there are times where you're fighting the Nova Force and there's like five different enemy types. And that's when it gets interesting because you have more elemental guns, you have different skills of the various guardians. So, like, for example, there's a dude with the shield. If I want to deal with the deal dude with the shield, I can like circle around him, get a couple of pot shots, whatever, or I can have Drax just like wrestle him to the ground and then shoot him in the head a bunch. And I think like that. They have very short cooldowns for these skills, mm. so you're just constantly using the guardian menu over and over for different things and different people. Mm. And it actually it works out very like frantic and manic, and mm-hmm. it still feels strategic in its own way. So I, as that thing started getting like ramping up and getting better, it started actually feeling better. It just takes way too long to get there. Right. So you're controlling. The, you are only Star Chris Wolf. Pratt the whole yeah. time. But, you are Chris Pratt as Mario, yes. <laughs> but you can basically like call in assists from your your team. 
Yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to think of another a good example, but like it, it's kind of like a Marvel versus Capcom tag thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, where like you you hold L one left trigger whatever to open up a Guardians menu, then you hit like any of the face buttons to like for Groot, Rocket, Gamora, or Drax, and then they all have different skills. Like Groot is meant to fight multiple people at once, so you will have him like tie up an entire group, or you could have Gamora do a sword slash that does a lot of damage, but then one of her better skills is she'll also come down after that sword slash and like cause a shockwave around it. So you can start figuring out which one, like they all personally have this cooldown for like no matter what skill you use. So you can kind of chain together these various things and then by the time they're done, there's a finisher you can do that uses everyone inv- like involved. Mm. Or like there's also a thing where you can assuming everyone is like not knocked out and around and everything, you can call everyone into a huddle and they'll be like, what the hell are you doing huddling in the middle of a battle? We're like, we're fighting. And they'll say some things like, we... I want to, like, these guys are scary. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take that guy on or what are you doing? We're we're winning. We're like two steps from victory. And you have to give a rousing speech. But it's like not quite a mechanic because like you just choose from two options of like, and you don't, or, or like this one says the word scary. This one says the word uh, like don't get overconfident, mm. which in there's no real good way to tell which one you're supposed to do because one speech is bad and one one's good but oh. like either way you'll you'll power up it's just a matter of you take them with you or power up them as well I so see. yeah it, it's an interesting mechanic but it's like that's kind of where a lot of the game feels like is it's most of the way to a good idea mm. and they mm. they they polish a lot of things they do a lot of things really well but some of the new things are new ideas they play with they don't really fully commit to and I think if they had done that, if they really had gone all the way on those and really tried to do something interesting with those, that like that would have pushed this into okay, this is a game of the year quality game. Mm. Uh, it's not quite there, so it's like oh, this is a solid, you know, it's a solidly good game. Not going to appear in anyone's game mm-hmm. of the generation list or anything, but like it's a if you have low expectations, it is very surprisingly good. <laughs> About how long is it? very longer than you would think it is oh. i think i finished it about 17 hours hmm yeah to me like i don't know i just feel like i i, I could potentially play a game like this if i knew it was going to be like five hours long yeah but i kept like, thinking it was like five hours long i was like oh yeah. this is the final boss this is going to be it then like right. we just move on to the next thing because a new plot thing like that's the other thing is the narrative takes so long to get going. It's like interesting because it's like you're you're doing some like dumb guardian shit of yeah. oh we got fined let's let's go hit this planet and just steal a bunch of money then you go to that then something else happens like you bounce between place to place to place but like it takes so long to get compelling that I could see a lot of people thinking oh this is just like oh this is obviously the end now yeah and then it's it's straight straight up not the end because so many more things happen. <sighs> <laughs> huh. I just feel like have like a licensed like why can't we just have a licensed Capcom game that's I know why we can't because games are too expensive to make and so they have to justify them yes. justify graphics and stuff by making them take longer to finish or people would complain but like just like what if imagine like a Capcom Guardians of the Galaxy game from 1995 solid like couple hour playthrough you know yeah I think 
Avengers eventually came on the Game Pass. I would not be shocked if, like, in a year, this one does too. And I think that would yeah. be a great play- way to play it. Of like, I'm I'm between games. I've got a thing that I might as well just like put a couple of hours to and see if it grabs me or not. Sure. Now, wait. Are they? And is this the same thing as like the Avengers, where it's it's the characters, but it's like not the likenesses? Yes. Okay. They they do a very competent job of. Uh, approximating everyone. So it's mm-hmm. like, they're clearly, the, the guy who plays Rocket clearly trying to do a Bradley Cooper, but doesn't have like the Southern twang to it. The, right. the guy who plays Star-Lord clearly trying to play Chris Pratt as if he were like a surfer bum, which I think is probably the worst performance, but oh. you know, uh, the worst accent, I should say. I, totally the performances radical, are fine. Dude. Yeah. Oh, like, like the Drax anime dub voice actor. Yeah. Drax is trying to be Batista, but he's not, like okay. he doesn't have the same gruff. But the delivery is good. They clearly like yeah. watch the movies and study the characters a little bit and like try to do their best to emulate that, which is where I feel like it is. It's, so it weird. is trying to be an emulation of James Gunn's movies and yeah. not quite there, but it like it nails it far better than I think most That's, games like this would. I just feel like it's so weird how we're in this position with like licensing and rights and all the money and stuff where um, we're making movies or we're making games based on these movie properties that are then there are those themselves based on comics but everyone only really cares about the movie versions right. of those things like mm-hmm. the MCU stuff but because of the amount of money and like the the celebrities in these movies and stuff it's never like oh you're playing as Chris Evans or you're like and so it's always like and then, the, but they never go like with Avengers. They never go like, oh, we don't, we're not using the movie people, so we just do whatever we want. Um, yeah, make them look totally different. Do draw on the years of comics history. But people come to those games expecting to see characters who look like the movie characters, so they have to make them these weird porn parody lookalikes, <laughs> which is like why Avengers rubbed me. I mean, their Avengers had a lot of issues, but that was the main thing I took away when I first saw it. Was like, why are you trying to do this if you? can't and don't have to yeah like Um, but i guess you do kind of have to the spider-man example is the most interesting one to me of like they clearly were doing their own thing and they're like we have our Mm -hmm. own peter parker you know this is our own thing then they go back and change him to look like tom holland years later yeah it's so weird but you can't actually use their faces because it would cost way too much money and yeah yeah it's 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 weird it's weird but that Guardian sounds kind of cool. Maybe I'll. Yeah, I think I think a Game Pass buy or Game Pass play is probably the most advised way to do it. But it's yeah. not like when I usually that's a that's a deprecating thing to say. I think the game is good, but if you're not sure you want to commit to that much yeah, time or yeah, like yeah. whatever, then I think a Game Pass thing eventually is probably the best. That makes bet. sense. Yeah. It sounds better than I thought it would be at the very yes, least. Yes, that is yeah. basically where I landed. Surprisingly good. Maybe benefiting from the low expectations. Oh, for sure. Right. Um, yeah. Well, Colin, do you want to uh, round us out before we move on? Sure. Um, so at Fanbyte, everybody knows me as like the shooter person. Like I'm the person that plays the boring listen, competitive multiplayer. You gotta, you gotta shoot a question. You <laughs> gotta, go, I gotta, I gotta okay, sell. You I gotta. Go, you go to my. So, <laughs> so, so with my back, my my history of competitive shooters and playing online competitively and playing these gritty, tough games, I have decided to land on Chukari, a colorful tale for today's uh, yeah. Uh, 
which is not a game I at all ever expected to like fall in love with. Because what what I, when I picked up Chicory, it was originally for a game of the year kind of thing. Um, just this is a I game where you play Natalie you play Flores. the painting dog from Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. so you yeah. play a, you play a <laughs> play painting a dog. It's 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 isometric. <laughs> uh, you're you're going from like screen to screen like you would like in an old SNES game, and all the color from the world has been wiped out, and it's basically your job to like figure out why that's happening, and then like you could restore the color with this magical paintbrush. Uh, so the game's basically one giant coloring mm. book. Mm. So you can, in each panel, uh, is like relegated to like four specific colors. So you can't go crazy with it. Um, but it kind of like let makes you get more creative with how you kind of want to color. But when I picked the game up, it was for like just game of the year consideration stuff. I like to try to dip my hands into everything, especially like the bigger indie games. Um, since I don't normally always have the time because I'm normally covering a lot of the bigger yeah, games yeah. for work. Um, and it became what what I what I call a cooldown game, mm. which is like after like I play like a night of ranked on Apex mm-hmm. Legends, and I'm just really mad at dealing with toxic <laughs> people and and nobody wanting to work together. I'm like, I need something that's just like chill, mellow out. Maybe I'll smoke a bit, and then I'll like play some mm. chicory. And it's a really heartfelt and really lovely game in in a way that I think very few games kind of like really understand how to convey Mm -hmm. it's a lot it's a lot of imposter syndrome which is something i deal Mm. with a lot of uh and something that i think a lot of people in our field in general kind of absolutely uh, suffer from and it's because it's a really charming way of dealing with imposter syndrome without belittling it yeah you Um, play as pizza the dog but the yeah the actual like i guess protagonist the hero of chicory is the the former brush wielder who just does not want to do it anymore and feels like she is everyone is asking her to do way too much mm. but she also doesn't feel she's good enough to do it and i think that's a very interesting like perspective for that game is yeah. you you believe you as pizza believe she's the greatest person in the world and do mm. like telling her that only makes like the pressure worse right mm. right it's and I think what's really I really enjoy about it is I always like puzzles and games. And Chicory basically uses the paintbrush in really interesting ways to kind of solve puzzles. Um, you gain like a bunch of powers, like you would in like a, a Metroid esque kind of game, where you'll gain a bunch of powers and you'll gain access to different areas that you previously couldn't uh, go to. Like you can dive in the water, like you're in Splatoon, like into the ink, like you're in Splatoon, and swim through like tight spaces. Or you like one of the superpowers which is always funny to me is you just learn to jump, which is very, very old school is you just gain the ability <laughs> to like hop a few feet into the air. Um, but it's it scratches that kind of like dopamine rush. Like I, I get a lot of satisfaction of going into like a completely blank canvas and then I'll, I'll spend I don't need to. There's no like so far that I've seen. There's no like real superficial reward to coloring in the world. But, like, the game sets up that color is such an important thing to these people and the idea of artistic expression that I feel almost compelled mm. to, like, go, like, I'll go into, like, a village and I'll be like, oh, man, like, I could, I could, I could not spend 20 <laughs> right. minutes coloring this town in or I could spend my entire night coloring this city in because <laughs> oh gosh, uh, yeah. these people are living in black and white and it's my job to fix it. You could everything. also make a GIF, like, I, have the game make a GIF of everything you've colored and just, like, post that on social media. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, I I was definitely falling into like okay this this 
like townsperson wants me to color in their home. And then like, I'll do a certain way and they'll be like, ah, there's not enough purple. Can you add more purple? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend time adding more purple now. And I'm just like, I just want you to be happy. <laughs> it's it, it, and, and to the, to the guardian's point, it's actually a pretty short game. At least mm-hmm. when I think I'm about a little bit over halfway through. And it's probably like, if you're not, uh, insane like me and want to color every single panel in uh, compulsively, you probably could streamline this game in like yeah. five hours if you really just like went through everything. Oh, but that fast? I think you could. I, I mean, I'm I'm I feel like I'm about halfway, and I've probably doubled my time simply by like just coloring. Right. Wow. Ah. Huh. But I mean, it's like a it's like a like a five to like eight hour game. I would say, depending mm-hmm. give or take on your like your obviously your skill level, and then. Uh, the amount of time will increase based on like if you want to just make everything look really pretty. And I don't know, it's it's a game that really respects your time. And I appreciate that, uh, especially when it comes to like puzzle solving. Like the puzzles are because I, I solve puzzles for a living and I get really frustrated when like a puzzle is just mm. obtuse for no reason at all. And there's like no reason to do that, like to solve. But I appreciate that like trickery, like you have the answer it never brings you to a place where you can't like solve any you can't like do anything about it you always can like kind of progress your way forward through puzzles you can always uh figure it out by just kind of looking and just kind of understanding the mechanics that you have at hand and i think it's a very relaxing game the score is beautiful i believe it's the same person who did celeste um Mm. it's it's a game I can't like recommend enough if you're looking for something uh, a bit different or even something a bit on like uh, the shorter side. So um, for the record, it, it's my timing says nine hours twenty three minutes. So that that's yeah. roughly. And I, but I also went crazy looking for hats because you can find hats and they're <laughs> yeah. all very cute. <laughs> but it's I don't know like it's it's a nice switch up for me for somebody who's very used to just. Covering very unpersonable games, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like my, sure. my I, I do I do a lot of AAA because that's what pushes the numbers for guides. I don't get to kind of like experience a lot of uh, smaller games, and I think Chicory, like because it's doing its own thing, because it's it understands what it wants to be. It it feels a lot more confident and composed and deliberate with how it wants to explain its message, and I really kind of appreciate that. And it's just, I don't know, it's just really nice to not play a game that's, like, overly, like, triple-A Hollywood-style blockbuster-style sure. uh, where it's, like, uh, just bashing you over the head with, like, set piece after set piece. It's just a very chill yeah. game, and I've, I've always appreciated that about it. Nice. I read an interview with a developer once, and they were like, Chicory only took two years. Like, why didn't... Most games take longer. Is that not, like... Why didn't it take longer for Chicory? And he was like, two years is a long time. I don't understand what this question at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely depends on like the scale of people working on it too, I guess. Like, yeah, two years is a very long time yeah. for like a, f- a few people to make something. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's cool. I, um, I'm going to check Chicory out. It's been on my list for a while. And I'm a little bit allergic to like kind of twee indie stuff a lot of the time but i feel yeah. like mm-hmm. this this game from what i've seen of it threads that needle well enough of like yeah. not being 
like the like oh cozy game thing, like um whatever. See, see, I hate I know, those that, kind of game. Like right. I really don't like those kind of games. So like for me to be on it, Mary, like that's, that's why what it I'm, is. yeah. Because because like anytime I see like the cozy the indie thing, I just like. Yeah, anytime I see like the cozy like indie like showcase, I just like roll my eyes. I'm like, all right, everybody's pastel colors. Let's yeah, move like, on. Let's you know, find I don't want to besmirch the whole genre, but or like mega genre or whatever. But um, yeah, but I, you know, it much in the same way that I'll see a zombie shooter and I'm like, oh, it's a zombie shooter. They all look the same. I'm like, oh, yeah. these games all look the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one looks different. And the fact that you are saying it's good makes me think, okay, I'm gonna definitely check it out. Uh. We are running a little low on time, but I do want to do one more segment before we finish. Um, I think we can blast through it real quick because I'm going to time it. It's called the Nintendo $64,000 Pyramid. Thank you, Jordan Mallory, for that name. Uh, This is a segment where uh, I'm going to... Uh, give you each individually terms from games that you have played and that the other person presumably has not. Now, Elise uh, hasn't checked off the on the game of the year, like who's going to advocate for what games uh, list, which is where I've been getting these from. Um, so Elise may have an advantage in that she may have played some of these games, actually. But um, basically, yeah, I'll just, we'll be pairing you up. You get a point if you get it right, and you get a point if the person you're explaining it to gets it right. So, um, Colin, I'm going to start off with you. You have to get Elise to say this phrase from the um, the game Bowser's Fury without using, <laughs> you know, without using these words, obviously. And I'm going to send it to you in Discord. Okay. And you have... Uh, oh, boy. Have, I haven't played Bowser's that's Fury. That's the point. Yeah, you All have right. one minute starting now. <laughs> Um, Elise, do you do I have to have, have, have her say them in succession or just the words? I mean, yeah, in su- yeah, well, just try. Yeah, <laughs> it's ex- okay. Uh, do you remember? Do you know that indie game that's coming out where you like drive around like a post, like you're a postman and you're driving around the lake? Uh, yes. Um, so there. After that, you have a uh, what? What do you? What do? What do uh, felines normally sit on or like to sit on on a person? Like where? Lap? Where is like the? Yep. Okay. So put. <laughs> Put the feline before, put the feline after the place that they see. Lake lap? Lake lap something. It's, it's lake lap. And what is the animal that's sitting on your lap? Lake lap cat? Correct. There we go. Did it. (laughs) Boom. Boom. Feline (laughs) may have, I'm going to have to go to the judges, but I think we're going to accept feline. um, Not, it's not a proper name. It is kind of a synonym for cat, but I'll allow it. Um, Yeah. Lake lake lap cat (laughs) is the setting of Bowser's Fury. And everything is made out of cat fur. That's the timer going off telling me that one minute has passed. Elise, um, I'd like you to try to get Amran to say uh, the name of this term from the game Overboard. Uh, And I'm going to um, DM it to you now. Oh boy! Uh, just do your okay. best, and you remember, you don't have to use things from the game. Okay. Just get, just get them to say this, sure. this term. Um, mm, how do I do? Okay, so it's a letter. Uh, it's a letter. So right after 
Mm. Trying to think how to do this. Okay, the, the word snow. What the letter that start? What is that letter? S? That's, yes. Um, okay, and again, what's what's the first letter of snow? <laughs> S. Say it again. <laughs> okay. S-S? Cool. <laughs> yes. I get. I get um, I'm going to say something problematic here. And now, what is a popular or a lot of, uh, an injury that p- pirates al- almost always have? As a scurvy? <laughs> nope. Keep going. S-S- it's like a physical injury that S-S- that happens to pirates. Five and seconds. Wear this thing. Is this leg? Leg? Peg leg? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So close. Okay. Yeah. Um, you were so close. It's SS Hook, which is the uh. name of the boat that. Overboard takes place on, which is kind of a fun play because you are literally trying to get off the hook after mm. you kill your husband. Emron, mm. uh, I'm going to ask you <laughs> to try to get Colin to say this phrase from the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Uh, and I am putting it in Discord now. All right, Colin, what would you call moving to uh, rhythmic music? Dancing. Okay. If you were to do that while trying to solve a mystery in an alliterative sense, with like, you know, the same letter repeating over and over, what what was if you were trying to figure out something logically, what would you call that alliteratively with dancing? Deduction. Okay. So if there were a dance of that form, what would be the name of it? Dance there we go. <laughs> Yeah, you're correct. Uh, wow. Dance of Deduction is a mechanic in the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles where Herlock Sholmes makes some off-the-cuff deductions about something and you have to spot the inconsistencies in his arguments. Um, so that is a point for each of you. Um, all right, Colin, back to you. Um, this one is from Little Nightmares 2. And uh, I'd like you to try... <laughs> Love that game. <laughs> like, like you to try and get Emron to say this term from Little Nightmares 2. Emron, uh, when a radio is broadcasting something, what is that called? When, like when, when, when something is broadcasting, another like term for broadcasting, like what would you call it? Uh, playing? Like you're giving your... Like, like I'm giving you a sign. I'm giving you... A, it's another word that begins with S. I don't know. Um, um, so like if something, oh fuck. Uh, all right, well, we'll skip that one. Come back. Uh, a very tall, like structure, a very tall, like, uh, you see them often in, uh, like far cry games. Uh, You have to climb them a lot. Yes. All right. Before that, like something's not a radio tower, but it's like what, uh, like a, something would be broadcasting Signal? from like a Signal radio. Tower? Yes. Correct. Yes. Let's go. Yay. <laughs> 10 seconds left. Correct. Holy crap. Um, Signal Tower is um, sort of a central focus in Little Nightmares 2. You're trying to investigate what is going on with it. Um, Emron, I'm going to ask you to try to get Elise to say uh, this term from It Takes Two. And uh, go ahead. All right, Elise, when you were a kid and you, you're making a structure on, like, your parents' couch or on the bed, 
what would you call that? Arts and crafts. <laughs> okay, no. Let me, it is a, it is a, Lego? It is a structure made up of like big fluffy things that you can get inside with like maybe a pet or something. And it's like defend from puppets. All like all outside aggressors. Dolls. Wait, what? No. Making make what? <laughs> that you like you you defend this little structure that you've made as a kid, and like you you sit in it like you you and the dog, your cat, whatever. And it's like oh a fort. Okay, what would you make it out of? Blankets. What 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 goes with blankets? <laughs> Pillows. So it's a pillow fort. Yeah. Yes, correct, correct. Pillow fort is a chapter. Oh boy! And it takes two. I loved when you said arts and crafts. That was incredible. Uh, <laughs> one more, one more, real quick, um, and then we will wrap up and tally the score. This one is for Elise. I would like you to try to get Colin to say this term from Knockout City. Okay, let me see. Okay, uh, another term for fighting, for for a fight. Brawl. Yes, um, and a, another term for store. Shop. Yep. Wow. That's it. <laughs> shop. Correct. That That's was it? quick. Okay. I, uh, I I didn't uh, I didn't expect that one to to be quite so easy. I would have probably gone with um, oh it's the third Super Smash Brothers game. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm tallying up the score and uh, it looks like just with with coming at one point ahead of Elise and Emron, Colin. Wow. Is the Let's winner go. this week. Hey. So Colin, good um, job. In the absence of a. Uh, of a new idea for a prize, you get to take home the traditional prize, uh, as has been established over the last two episodes, of getting to name this episode of the show. So just hit me with something right now, and that will become the official episode of this name of the show forever, in perpetuity. I, that's, oh man, that's that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of pressure to put on me. The name of um, the episode what? is That's a Lot of Pressure to Put On. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, shit. I'm trying to think of a good horror tagline that would be, uh, uh, what was the Saw tagline again from our thing? Do you remember what it was? It's not, it's not, do you want to play a game? It's, it's live or die, something, something. Uh, live or die, make your choice. Um, Trying to think, what was any any suggestions? Because I'm really you're putting me on the spot here, Merritt, to not be to to be creative, and I can't be that on the creative. Um, My suggestion hmm. is I solve puzzles hmm. for a living. Yeah, that's a okay. that's a pretty good one. I solve puzzles for a living. I solve yeah. puzzles for a living is the name of this episode. I like how the prize is kind of just like. You have to come up with something. Um, it's <laughs> on the spot. Make it funny. Make it, it good. Make it, it memorable. It's it forever. Don't you love the prize? Pace magazine takes away our award if we get a bad title. Right. Pace lists this episode. They're like, mm. <laughs> you're like, all right, can we take that back? No, the, the title is just sort of a fun adventure for the listener to sort of see the title and be like, okay, how did they get to this? Um, and sort of guess what the name of the title is going to be. The name of the title? Whatever. We have to go. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining me this week on Channel F. If you liked this show, please tell your friends. Or, you know what? Go to iTunes. Give us a nice rating. Give us a nice review. Um, that helps us out. Tweet about it. You know? Just tell tell your friends. Share it around. Um, and uh, if you want to follow 
our uh, our panel this week on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Colin at uh, Beguiled Gamer. You can follow Emron at Emron ZOMG. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh my God, Elise is at Elise Favis, and uh, Fanbyte is at Fanbyte Media. Our producer Jordan is at Jordan underscore Mallory. I am at Merrick K. And uh, thanks for listening. And until next time, keep that dial tuned to Channel L. Oh, 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 oh,